Hi, it's Sarah, and this is Daily Dispatches, an audio project to help me pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. We're going to ditch the long intro because if you've been listening, you know what this is about. If you haven't been listening, you can check any of the first three episodes for more information about the ideas behind this project. This project is a part of a larger project called Daily Fieldwork. You can find info on that at the end of this week's episode. February 12th. I am not kidding when I say that I spent the bulk of today, roughly 9 to 5, studying for and recording my body pump certification. I really want to be a weightlifting instructor because I really want to show women how to be strong physically, how to pick up stuff properly, and share what I know when asked about how different body types look and how they don't look. Um, And... Also, I just feel really alive and spiritually connected when I'm moving my body. Also, I've said before, like, I sometimes have a hard time being a woman in, like, a larger body. And um, I feel the fullness of what it means to be able to be, like, a tall, broad-shouldered person um, when I'm playing basketball or pumping iron. And it's really fun. Anyway, uh, this whole exercise certification would not have come about without some tomfoolery from uh, (laughs) the YMCA where I'm trying to work. And uh, it has been a long and winding journey, like two years. Like I asked what I needed to to do to teach there before the pandemic. And um, then I got my group fitness and then I got hired I had to have eight recommendations eight that's more than my MFA application it's more from my than my college application more than being a teacher and hilariously I was a secretary at Vanderbilt at the time and so my co-workers were all PhDs so my application included like two master's level holding teachers and six Vanderbilt PhDs. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I felt so embarrassed to ask, but I got hired and have been like playing this game of trying to keep my certification open since then. It has entailed me because I, I had that understanding that I would be put on the schedule after I was hired but I was not, and I was told you have to sub every three weeks to stay hired. And I was like, well, I cannot let all 1,800 people that did a recommendation for me down by getting fired. And also, I really wanted it. So oh, I was driving all over creation trying to keep my certification. And I taught a yoga class and got in trouble about it because I didn't know you needed a separate yoga yogification. I hope that's what they call it. Uh, certification to teach yoga. I thought you could just use group fitness. And so I woke up at 5am one morning to this like email from another director that was like, 
hi, I hope your class was good. How many did you have? Are you certified to teach yoga? And I was like, oh, no. And then finally, this sweet woman, I was going to drive after a snow, hoping it would have, um, I wouldn't have gone if it, it didn't melt, but I was going to drive to Franklin on a Saturday morning to teach an 8 a.m. strength class because it was the only thing that suited, like my 9 to 5 schedule could work around with my credentials. Finally, she told me it's every six weeks or 12 weeks or something really long. Anyway, finally, my home instructor guy told me, did I want to get this body pump thing? And if I did, he'd put me on a schedule. And so I've been training since before Christmas to do this very long 45 minute. Actually, 45 minute is the short version. It's a 55 minute choreographed barbell program to a track. And it's like three different sections of movement per body part. Each section is like high reps. It is not for the faint of heart. I know that like, you know, marathon runners and CrossFitters as far as like physically would have no trouble doing it. But as far as like coordination and memory, it poses its own like challenges. Anyway, I set aside this whole day to finish this. I have flashcards. I have been memorizing the choreography off bootleg audio copies of each track that I listen to on the way to the gym, driving around town. I mean, like working hard, ladies and gentlemen. And I finally finished it. I finally recorded my video. I think it's going to work. I'm submitting it on Tuesday. I'm going to record one more on Monday morning. See if I can't adjust some of the choreography that could have been tighter. Um, hold me in the light. If I don't get it and I have to have extended time, I will probably not follow up because I will probably be extremely ashamed. Okay, bye. It's February 13th. I am at the home of Bernie. <laughs> she is the um, author of the three-day tan plan, which is a really influential zine in my life. And um, she said that she used to crave going on a trip in January. And um, she would go to, like, I don't know, California or somewhere and get a tan. And then she took a magical supplement. Can you tell us about the supplement? So I found out I was really deficient in vitamin D. And so I started taking vitamin D and then I, I don't know, I didn't crave the sun as much. I didn't feel like I needed to always take a trip every winter because I was just like suffocating without the sunlight. I love it. You heard it here first. The best thing you can do to prepare for the three-day tan plan this summer is to take your vitamin C and stay well today. Thank you. I mean, vitamin D. Sorry. I'm eating a bowl of soup and about to run out of a full house. Okay, bye. It's February 14th. I had some truck drama today. <laughs> My friend was getting rid of a couch and two chairs that are really cool. It's kind of like if the restoration hardware cloud had a Scandinavian mid-century cousin, is how I would describe it. Um, 
which isn't usually my style, but I think it'll look good in my little house. And I and my little um rattan slingback outdoor grandma furniture from the sixties. It just isn't comfortable to sit on. And you can't sit next to anybody. So anyway, um I needed a truck definitely to pick up the stuff. I thought it was all individual pieces instead of a long couch. So I asked to borrow the King Ranch and the owner said, okay. But then when I went outside, it was not here. So I asked to borrow my friend's 1998 taco and it is in the shop. But she said the person that borrowed the King Ranch was in Kentucky and he would be returning on Sunday. So when he was returning, I asked him where the truck was and he said it had a big trailer on it. And I said, well, Lord, I don't think I can bu- I can drive a King Ranch with a trailer on it. And he said he would come and try to take it off. And I said, no, no, I could wait. Then he couldn't get the trailer off. And he had driven a King Ranch here that was burgundy, but something was wrong with it, and it wasn't going. So so then that was three trucks in. So I was stressed out about it because I already made a plan with this gal to pick up all this stuff. And I thought I could do it myself. I thought the two of us could get it in the car because the frames are pretty light. So I was going to take this little tiny taco um, over there, but it was a farm truck, and I couldn't get the tailgate down. And I finally just asked my friend if she would ride with me because I was starting to get nervous. And she said yes, but she also said that she was with our friend that has like at least a, a 250. I actually can't remember if it's a Ford. It's a very large truck. And he said he would drive and we could bring the baby his baby so he also had his trailer attached to it so it was like a giant truck and trailer and boy did that thing haul we were doing over 70 down the interstate that baby was just snoring safe and sound so we got everything in there and I was even more impressed with my friend because he has a microwave in his portable toolbox trailer and of course he had all the cinches and everything I was just standing there like a fool with my two bungee cords that weren't about to help anybody do anything. Then it was time for the baby's bath, so we had to do a pit stop over at the house. Um, We went to get some pizzas, and they gave us, instead of two different pizzas, they gave us both pineapple pizza covered in ham. I mean, so much ham, more ham than you ever saw it felt like it was like $25 worth of ham. So I picked it off and, and did a double cam, double ham for my friend Kevin. Because I didn't care for all that. And anyway, we wound up getting everything in at 9 o'clock. And um, I don't know. I was just thinking how much I love my friends. And I did, ha- I did help. I did buy the pizza and I drop something off that we were returning to the farm but it's just really nice to be grown up and helping each other and um and I still feel bad that I received help 
that I didn't have a clearer picture, I guess, of what was required and communicate that to everyone up front so they knew that they were getting in on, I guess. But I also feel really grateful for the help and more resolved than ever to get my own truck. Um, and next time I'll ask, ask a friend. Um, also want to say for the record, I just completed my exercise training for the hardest program I've ever done. And I sent in my video and I feel like I have my life back signing off. February 15th, not a good day, but my nieces got their Valentine's on time yesterday. And my mom sent me some red fingernail polish in the mail. That's all I got. Bye. February 16th. If you are a person that people tell things to, you know that sometimes it's really sad. <laughs> and it's hard to know what to do with that and how to bring it back up to, to the like water center thinking of like a submarine sometimes something heavy can make you go down in the water and it's hard to come back up but I had two conversations yesterday at the eye doctor that evened each other out the first one I was talking to the older lady who's a receptionist about vegetables and she had fuchsia nails she's probably like in her early to mid 70s and She's lived in Nashville her whole life. She lives over by the nations. And anyway, we were just talking and talking and, um, about food, how we like chow chow. And she told me she's been eating these frozen vegetable meals. And then she said her husband recently passed and they were his frozen meals on wheels. Oh. <sighs> I mean, talk about a crushing detail. The recentness, the economic messaging, the connection, how those meals represent the despair and the hard times of that season. Oh my Lord, I just want this floor to open up and swallow me. But... Anyway, we talked about her old man a little bit, and um, it didn't even matter that she kept puffing me in the eyeball because she couldn't, she wasn't doing it right. I think I got puffed in the eyeball eight times, but I'm fine. I live to tell the tale. And then, so I was like kind of reeling, going in there to do my chart, but I find the the chart very calming, um, and talked to the lady who was really nice and had pictures of her girls up on the counter and she said my eyes were doing real real good <clears throat> but anyway we got back to the counter the first older lady said oh did she tell you about her vegetables meaning the eye doctor and I said well no and she said her garden is in on ground where there used to be a dairy barn and so all of her produce is like from the promised land, like giant vegetables. Um, and I was asking her about like, has she ever done the state fair and telling her when, when, when the months were. Um, 
But she said her she did this great impression of her uncle who sounds real country and was saying, oh, you better just, you know, you can't eat any of them squash or anything because they'll be all mush inside. You know how they get mealy when they get too big. But um, anyway, I just love my little ladies. I told them I was having such a nice time. I thought I'd just skip work and stay with them. They were sweet. Anyway, sometimes sometimes you got to just watch a funny meme or something. But this this worked out in the end. Good morning. It's February 17th. I'm on the track at the YMCA. And it's raining. An empty gym. On an empty gym. With a tin roof. It sounds so cool. Nobody's balling this morning. So that means I could do my every basket shot and I also went was remembering one time in middle school somewhere I got a cassette tape of rain and it really just sounded like bacon frying (laughs) but I guess I was like very into wellness at age 14 um and I remember saying I wanted to be a doctor slash supermodel which sounds like so big for my britches but my mom would encourage me to say that like (laughs) in social settings she's like tell them what you want to be oh bless anyway the point is I just wanted to share the rain with you it sounds really great hopefully you can hear it on the recording hope you have a peaceful rainy bacon sizzly day It's February 18th. I'm with my friend Kate in her beautiful house. And we met in our MFA program. And we love books. And we are sitting by a pile of her books. And um, now she's going to read a poem by Wendell Berry. (laughs) Enjoy it. We made it through this week. This is The Peace of Wild Things by Wendell Berry. When despair for the world grows in me. And I wake in the night at the least sound. In fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. Oh, I've not, I don't think I've ever heard it. I love it. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. That's all. Thanks for listening. Don't know if you could tell, but last week was a tough week for me. 
That day that I said it was a bad day, my nose was stuffy because I had been crying. And I'm only telling you, not for sympathy, but just so you know, what I'm sharing is just a small portion of my lived human experience. But also, even in a tough week, I got to have a friend read a poem that she likes out loud and listen with my eyes closed and go to a party where my friend's children were being loud and we could talk about the tan plan. Anyway, I'm grateful for all that goodness mixed in with a tough week and and truck drama anyway. Um, That's all I have. I think in like 25 days, the sun will be up after 7 p.m. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I think is right. Take care. Good job.